It's often a bit mystifying how brands magically go viral overnight. Sometimes they make it big, and other times they crash and burn. Is the road to brand fame and a bump to the bottom line worth the risk? I'm Alexis. And I'm Melissa. And we're just a little obsessed with these marketing moments. So join us as we break down the craziest brand stunts, from how the idea sparked to how the heck they pulled it off. Or didn't, and of course, will it stick? Happy October, Alexis. Happy fall. You love the fall. I love it. Why do you love it so much? Because, first of all, Halloween is my jam. And get ready, this year my Halloween party is going to be amazing. And I love it because pumpkin spice. (laughs) Yep, pumpkin spice. And you're pretty famous for your Halloween party. I know. Is it just like, tell me about it. This year, okay, so every year it gets bigger and bigger. And I started, I think, about seven or eight years ago. Just, you know, little get-together potluck in my front yard. And now it is eight years later. We are getting a mechanical bull, a 70-foot jump house that's half a haunted house slash fun house, half jump house. And guess what? This year there are attendees to man each activity, not parents. Are there babysitters too? Oh, yeah. We have a collective of babysitters that are showing up. We have a preteen movie screening area with a game lounge. Yeah. You know. Amazing. Good. Well, I'm here for it. I mean, I love fall. I mean, I'm excited about your Halloween party, but also just because, like, the weather's amazing. It's just like— I can't wait. We're going to Colorado <sighs> next week for fall break, and people send us pictures, and it's literally all yellow and orange. Yeah, it's so cool. Can't wait. Okay. October is known for a lot of things, Alexis, not just your Halloween party. What else is it known for besides pumpkin spice? Breast cancer awareness. Yes, ma'am. And you know what? Not only do I love celebrating Breast Cancer Awareness Month because I- it's Not very, celebrating, but not honoring. Honoring. I'm sorry. It's very dear to my heart. But I love when all the football players wear pink shoes and pink outfits, and it's just like they just go all in. Totally. It makes me happy. Yeah. What is your preferred term for your boobs, Alexis, your breasts? Is it tits, bosom, boobs, knockers, chichis, <laughs> jugs? What do you call them? <laughs> I mean, I don't really refer to them often, but now that you said chichis, I think that would be <laughs> appropriate. I feel like that was the one for you I would pick too. I don't know why. But whatever you call them, like this is the month to remember to get them checked. Tell your friends, tell your sisters, tell your mom, like – Tell all the ladies in your life, right? Like, check your boobs. Make sure you're all good. So, Lex, have you gotten a mammogram yet? No, I'm way too young for that. You're actually not way too young, just so you know. Technically, like, like the stats from doctors, like, there's lots of schools of thought. They say starting at age 50, if you, like, don't have a lot of high I'm risk. I'm nowhere near 50. I know, but... I talked to my sister-in-law who's a doctor and like a newer doctor. So they're actually up on all like the most recent research. And she said 40 is the age for sure for either annual or every other year. But if you have, you know, a higher risk or you've done genetic testing, like I've done both of those things, like I've started already. So I feel like you should start kind of soon. I don't think you're too young. It's coming up. Six months. Let's talk about it. (laughs) No, wait, six months. We're in December. Oh my gosh, we're almost in December. That's your six six month birthday. To being 40. 
I'm so Thanks excited. for reminding me. I'm so excited. Okay, well, the stats are actually really crazy, and this is not something to like make light of. I mean, I read a stat from this year that about one in eight U.S. women will develop invasive breast cancer over the course of her lifetime. Oh, I know. It's horrible. And in 2021, an estimated like 280,000 new cases of invasive breast cancer are expected to be diagnosed to women in the U.S. It's just there's it's a serious problem. And, you know, it's just like early detection is the number one mission of Breast Cancer Awareness Month, yeah, right? And they, they don't really know. I mean, a lot of it's genetic, but they don't know how you get it, which they, is so no, shocking. No, there's a lot of like things that they say can cause. But yeah, you're right. It's just like you got to just check yourself and, and get others to check you. Get your husband to check you. <laughs> I mean, they, they'll like that. They will like that. Or your boyfriend, whoever, or your girlfriend, whatever your jam is. But um, during Breast Cancer Awareness Month, like the primary goal is just that. It's to raise awareness. It's to educate women on the importance of getting mammograms, early detection. And then, of course, like brands want to raise funds to, you know, do life-saving research. Yeah. You know, that's really important. And Breast Cancer Awareness Month actually started in 1985. And it was a partnership between the American Cancer Society and the pharma division of a brand called Imperial Chemical Industries. Interesting name. And um, it actually was kicked off by Betty Ford. Oh, wow. she was a breast cancer survivor, and she was actually diagnosed when her husband, Gerald Ford, was president of the United States. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And actually, Lex, she was one of the first women ever publicly to talk about her breast cancer because prior to then, like this was the mid-80s, Breast cancer was a totally taboo topic that women were not supposed to publicly discuss. Like, you didn't hear about it. And if you don't hear about it, how can you know to check? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So her openness about her diagnosis was so positive for the nation because the number of women who started getting breast exams just increased so much after, you know, she publicly talked about it. Wow, that's insane. Yeah. So then in 1989, Evelyn Lauder— senior corporate vice president of the Estee Lauder Corporation, was diagnosed with breast cancer. And she was actually the first person to turn breast cancer awareness into like a brand staple, a brand initiative. Wow. And then, of course, I mean, we're in 2021, thousands, maybe millions of other corporations have followed in her footsteps. Yeah. She actually went all out like in the, I think it was by the 90s, and she started a nonprofit, the Breast Cancer Research Foundation, which is known as BCRF, and it's huge. huge. And they have raised millions of dollars for breast cancer research and have dramatically like increased awareness of the disease. So it's kind of interesting that it started like from a corporation. Yeah. You know? Um, Estee Lauder is still like a huge player in raising money for breast cancer research today. And they're actually credited with starting the movement of getting these brands on board. Wow. Yeah. Did they start the pin? I'll talk about that. In fact, the brand has raised, like Estee Lauder has raised nearly $100 million to support research since it started this. A hundred million dollars. A hundred million dollars. Yeah, it's it's amazing. So actually, it was Estee Lauder that was the first to kind of make the pink ribbon something that brands would utilize to show their support. Yeah. However, she didn't create it. Like the brand didn't create it and um, Evelyn didn't create it. It's a little controversial, actually. Really? 
So the concept of the pink ribbon was actually created by a woman named Charlotte Haley who battled breast cancer. And she started this movement in her dining room at her dining room table. The year was 1991. She actually started making these peach breast cancer ribbons. So they weren't pink, they were peach. And she would pin them on a postcard that read, the National Cancer Institute's annual budget is $1.8 billion. Only 5% goes for cancer prevention. Help us wake up legislatures in America by wearing this ribbon. Oh, how cool. So it was a total grassroots movement meant to like make a political stance. And she was an activist. Wow. Basically, she would hand out these cards at like her local supermarket. She would write prominent women. And like it was everyone from first ladies to Dear Abby to like anyone she could kind of get in their ear. She was telling them about this, the importance of this. So her message really spread by word of mouth. And suddenly... Self Magazine and Estee Lauder were, like, thinking together about how in 1992 they could really, like, drive more mass awareness for breast cancer awareness. And they loved the peach ribbon. Like, they thought it was such a cool symbol. And they actually came to Haley and they were like, hey, like, can we, like, use this, work with you, collab with you? And Haley was an activist. So the last thing she wanted was, you know, big corporations coming in and turning this into, like, a way for them to make profits. Yeah. So she said no. Oh, which is crazy because the power behind Self Magazine and Estee Lauder would have been ginormous. Yeah. And would have really helped her cause. You would think so. I see her point, but like, I totally agree with you. It's like, crazy. but we know the pink ribbon exists today. So Estee Lauder and Self Magazine got their own attorneys and developed their own program and they changed the design of the logo of the ribbon just a little bit. And made it pink. And made it pink. And they did research around why pink. Like there was a lot of color science behind yeah. that. And they used it themselves. And then now, you know, ribbons are like, th- there's a ribbon for everything. But, yeah. but it really started here. The concept wow. of using a ribbon to symbolize like a movement. Well, and I think it's crazy. It started with the ribbon and now again, it's everything. Like it's so cool that during this month, I mean, pretty much all the NFL players wear pink, hot pink cleats. Yeah. Or like some form of pink on their jersey or something. It's it's really cool. Yep, totally. Um, So in 1992, Estee Lauder came out with that pink ribbon that is now the most iconic symbol of breast cancer awareness. And it's actually one of the most recognized symbols or logos like today, period. Yeah. (laughs) If you think about it, like people just know what it means without any words. And during this month, like you just said, you see that little pink ribbon everywhere. It's on ads, it's in commercials, it's on product packaging, on t-shirts, like on NFL players, it's everywhere. I mean, brands like Ford, NFL, Avon, Campbell's, Ralph Lauren, Panera, General Mills, Mike's Hard Lemonade, Sephora, KFC, and thousands of others, probably millions of others, have used that iconic symbol and you know, created some kind of program, campaign, or initiative to raise awareness. Yeah, and it's crazy. Well, I wonder what, like, when they first created it, they encouraged other brands to pick it up? Well, I'll talk about that. Yeah, they they encouraged it, but it's gone a little far. Okay. And that's what we're going to kind of go into. So in general, like, when brands partner with or support a nonprofit, like, you know this, but for those who don't, it's called cause marketing, right? Correct. And what that means is, like, cause marketing is something that benefits a nonprofit. Like, you're raising money, generating awareness. You know, they typically will get a percentage of sales from a product, let's call it. And if the brand's big enough, like, the awareness could be huge for the the cause. But, of course, 
you know, it's cause marketing. So the campaigns or product promotions are also designed to turn a profit for the company. Like that's just business, <laughs> right? Yeah, basics. Yeah. So giving back while profiting and like it's it's not a bad thing. I mean, businesses have to make profits in order to keep going and nonprofits need awareness and donations. So it's kind of a win-win, right? Yeah. But here's where it gets a little tricky. Many brands, like you just said, simply throw a pink ribbon on a product or like they create a promotion where they donate pennies to a cause just to amplify their own sales. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I think that, I don't know, you're probably going to say this, but how many, like what was the percent, did they regulate percentages or they might, they should regulate percentages of profits donated? Yeah, so there's no regulation, unfortunately. And the real problem is not even that the brands aren't donating or like the the percentage like being too low or or whatnot. It's the fact that so many products and companies have literally just put pink on packaging, put the ribbon on and have zero affiliation, association or any give back. They just utilize it for marketing, which is bullshit. Yeah. Like it's just sick. You know, so I mean, I think there's like a fine line because I feel like for a lot of the brands that we we try to recommend some type of charity donation or component when we promote it. But we also, you know, we'll do marketing that's just raising awareness for the cause. So we're not trying to sell a product. We're just trying to raise awareness. So I think there's a fine line, you know, if you're- There is, but if you have put the logo on your product packaging and like you think of when you're in Walgreens, you think of like the point of purchase area and all of these things that are on the counter, like a little thing of mints or whatever, and you have no idea. Like half of them truly- Maybe not half. Uh, there's a majority of them that don't have any connection or any real give back, which is sick and sad. That's horrible. Yeah. And the other part is, you know, a lot of them don't openly communicate the exact percentage they're giving. And I didn't realize this until doing this no. research. So for anyone out there who's like purchased products and like not dug into it, like we've all, we're all guilty of it. Um, but this is, this really opened my eyes to the importance of understanding like what it, like, what is that donation? <laughs> actually, that you're, you know, for this product you're supporting. So one example, in 2010, Reebok marketed a line of pink ribbon emblazoned footwear and apparel, and the prices ranged from 50 bucks to hundred bucks per item. So it was very heavily promoted and it promoted the fact that some of their pink ribbon product sales would be donated to the Avon Breast Cancer Crusade. And they set a limit of $750,000 total that they would donate, no matter like how many items were sold. But there was no mechanism in place to alert consumers once that maximum donation had been met. So all of the brand messaging was around buy this product and a percent of sales will be donated. It it never was like public that they were only going to donate a max of this amount. So it is misleading to the consumer, right? I'm not saying that they intentionally did something bad because awesome that they gave like almost a million bucks. Yeah. But again, it's like thinking through how clear you're being with- Just being transparent. Yes, totally. Um, The other issue that's even bigger is something that's called pink washing. Have you heard that term before? No. So Breast Cancer Action coined the term pink washing as part of its Think Before You Pink campaign. And a pink washer is defined as- a company or organization that claims to care about breast cancer by promoting a pink ribbon product, but at the same time produces, manufactures, or sells products that are linked to the disease. Interesting. So I have some examples for you. Mike's Hard Lemonade. 
So they have been selling, well, actually they haven't in recent years because of this, but up until I think it was about 2018 or so, they sold a limited pink edition of their delicious, <laughs> not so delicious, not so lemonade, delicious. okay? Um, and they donated somewhere around a million bucks to the Breast Cancer Research Foundation, which is awesome, yeah. right? But alcohol can increase levels of estrogen and other hormones associated with, like, you know, what can cause breast cancer. And alcohol in general may increase breast cancer risk by damaging DNA and cells. So compared to women who don't drink at all, women who have three alcoholic drinks per week have a 15% higher risk of breast cancer. Oh, God. Yeah. Thanks for raising that awareness right here. Hey, if you need a reason to cut back, I'm giving you one right now. Thank you. But, you know, it is interesting. There's a lot of alcohol brands that do this. I mean, Sutter Homes does it. Um, I mean, my friend Kristen started One Hope Wine, and their whole mission is to give back to causes, and one of them is for breast cancer. But the reality is alcohol is not a positive, you know, product. Like, you're buying more alcohol to drink more alcohol, but it actually will cause breast cancer. It can. I mean, again, like, it's not like it's you're going to drink it and it's going to cause breast cancer, but it's important to know, like, this problem or this product could be increasing, you know, your risk, which should they be promoting breast cancer awareness? I don't know. It's tricky. So another example of pinkwashing that you'll find all over the internet is when the Susan G. Komen Foundation partnered with a brand named Baker Hughes, an oil field services company. So like they drill for oil. It's also called fracking, if you're familiar with the term. Okay. And in order to raise awareness, Baker Hughes created a pink drill bit, totally like your jam. Love it. That's so cute. Yeah. The campaign was called Doing Our Bit for the Cure, and Baker Hughes distributed like a thousand of these pink like bits worldwide and donated a hundred grand to the Susan G. Komen Foundation. Wow. So what's the problem with this, Alexis? Nothing. Well, according to the National Resources Defense Council, fracking sites release a toxic stew of air pollution that includes chemicals that can cause severe headaches, asthma symptoms, childhood leukemia, cardiac problems, and birth defects. In addition, many of the thousand-plus chemicals used in, like, drilling for oil are super harmful to human health. Some are known, like, to cause cancer. So... This partnership was with a company whose main business is known to cause cancer, but they're selling a product to raise awareness and donating money to fight cancer. Like, do you just see how it's questionable? That's kind of odd. Yeah, it's just like— But their, like, intentions are good. I think their intentions are good, but it's when these brands jump on the opportunity to, like, support a cause, but they're creating the cause, like, they're creating the problem— I just, I can't get behind that. I know. They need a different charity. Yeah, I agree. So, you know, the problem is the general consumer, like you and me, are not doing our research to find out if the product that we're buying with a pink logo is actually doing any good. But, like, is it our job no, to do that why? research? It's, no, not like, at all. Exactly. Like, it's the corporation's responsibility to do the right thing. Yeah, and, and I think, I mean, I truly believe when you're, choosing to put the pink ribbon or choosing to do a campaign, you should be very transparent with your consumers of what is the percentage you're giving back. What and is the to which amount. charity. 
Oh, exactly. A lot of them don't even say, which is total BS. They don't, some of them say Susan Komen, some of them just say breast cancer awareness. Which like, you have to say the charity, you have to say the percentage. Like that's my biggest, you know, problem that I'm learning is a problem. I didn't know until I did this research. But like you said, many of these brands have such good intentions. I mean, Estee Lauder, for example. For its 2021 campaign, Estee Lauder asks customers to grab their favorite pink lipstick, draw a pink ribbon, and like on Facebook, share the video or photo or whatever, and tag five people to do the same. And on their website, it says, whether you're a patient, family, or friend, a thriver, a doctor, or an advocate, breast cancer does not have a single story, yet it draws us all together. So share what it means to you to help those impacted by this disease and help us end breast cancer for all. And then for every public like in-feed Instagram or Facebook post during the month of October, um, using like specific hashtags, Estee Lauder will donate 25 bucks to the Breast Cancer Research Foundation up to 150 grand. So they're very clear on how you do it and what the impact is. They also carry products in which a hundred percent of the purchase price, not the pro- not the profit, the purchase price goes to breast cancer research. Wow! Like for example, there's a lipstick trio they sell for like a hundred bucks. A hundred percent goes to it, up to five hundred and thirty-four grand, straight to charity. That is ultra clear. That is so clear. and awesome. And exactly, they created that product just to donate. Exactly, and. You know, those are the kind that I want to talk about. Like, I have a few examples I want to talk about of ones that I feel are honest in their marketing about what percent they're giving, you know, which charity they're giving to. And they seem to have good intentions, like, to support the cause. Um, And I think that's what I want to talk about. Let's do it. Cool. So, Swell and Swarovski. How do I say it? Swarovski Crystals? Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. They have a cool partnership. So in 2017, Swell, which is the reusable water bottle company, we actually saw the owner speak at um, Inc. 5000, remember? Yes. She's so love cool. That. So they partnered with Swirsky Crystals to release two limited edition bottles that featured its signature 17-ounce reusable bottles covered in dazzling Swirsky Crystals. Amazing. So like a water bottle covered in crystals. I assume it's not dishwasher safe. I mean, let me just tell you, have you seen my water bottle? It looks like it's been beat to hell. Yeah. Like I dropped my water bottle. So does this have like a, a stroller that it comes with? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's two options, Alexis. One of the bottles is embellished with more than 500 hand applied crystals and it costs $150. Oh, I thought they were way more money. Oh, just wait. Okay. The other one has 6,000 hand put, I don't know, hand applied, (laughs) hand applied. Hand dazzled. Hand dazzled crystals. And it costs $1,500. Oh. For a water bottle. For a water bottle. But the point is it's crazy. And that was totally like intentional. The brand wanted to, actually both brands, wanted to create something that would get a ton of attention because they gave 100% of the net profits of that $1,500 bottle to the Breast Cancer Research Foundation. Awesome. Yeah, and 20% of the profits of the lower-priced bottle. So 
The stunt gained like a ton of attention because, I mean, a $1,500 water bottle is crazy. <laughs> like crazy, super bougie. Um, and they've repeated that partnership I like feel quite like a few you'd times. you'd have one of those. I totally would. I could <laughs> never spend that kind of money though, you know? I feel like if someone gave it to you though, you'd be like, um, wait, hold on. Here's my water bottle. And you have like a special coaster that it went on and everything. <laughs> Probably. I would. I would. I would just like ask I don't know. I, like, want it hand-delivered to me, and I'd want someone to, like, hold it to my lips and just, like, feed me water. <laughs> Preferably, like, a shirtless hot man. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Yeah. I'll, maybe, get, I'll get right on that. Yeah. Um, okay, another one. Ralph Lauren and the Pink Pony Fund. So Ralph Lauren has been supporting breast cancer awareness since 1989. Nice. Yeah. And in 2000, uh, Ralph Lauren launched the Pink Pony Campaign. It's the brand's global initiative to fight against cancer with a goal to ensure quality care by supporting programs to help guide patients through every stage, from screening and diagnosis to treatment and recovery. So funds from this year's campaign will continue to support patient navigation programs at like numerous cancer centers and hospitals across the U.S., and Ralph Lauren has just released its 2021 Pink Pony collection, and the brand is donating 100% of the purchase price to the Pink Pony Fund. And all of that money, like I said, goes straight to help with breast cancer screening, diagnosis, treatment, and recovery. So 100%. That's, I mean, I feel of like- Of the purchase price, not the profit. That's huge. I love that. And the brand is also contributing 25% of the purchase from all other items in the collection to the Pink Pony Fund. So good job, Ralph Lauren. Good job. Speaking of Ralph Lauren, I don't know about you. You probably wouldn't agree with this. My back is hurting. (laughs) Well, we are laying on our stomachs on the floor. Oh, I need a better setup, I think. (laughs) Um, That Ralph Lauren at the Biltmore, have you walked by that store? I never go there. Oh my God, it's stunning. And I'm just, I feel like my dream is just to go in there and buy like one of those beautiful dresses, like Pretty Woman, but it's like so fancy. I've never even really? walked in there. Is yeah. It, I never think of Ralph Lauren and fancy together. Oh, well, because you think of like, you know, where you buy it at what, Macy's or whatever, but this store is stunning. Really? Like I'm scared huh. to go in. Interesting. Okay. All clad. Do you Ooh, know All Clad? I love All Clad. Yeah, I was thinking about you with this one. So All Clad is the professional cookware company, and they have pledged a minimum of $50,000 donation to the Breast Cancer Research Foundation this year, and they've done it for a few years, actually. So for the month of October, the brand features several BCRF initiatives, including limited edition products, curated recipes from BCRF nutritionists because... Healthy cooking plays a really important role in reducing risk. Yeah. So that's good. And breast cancer prevention tips. So they do all of these things. And you can actually buy a limited edition stainless steel three-quart steamer insert with the breast cancer ribbon engraved on the front. And it retails for 50 bucks. And once again, 100% of the purchase price goes straight to BCRF. I'm going to buy it. I think I was thinking you should. I also have two more products for you to purchase. Oh, great. I'm going to purchase them. They also sell a stainless 11-inch French skillet and towel set, Alexis. French skillet and Ooh. towel set with the BCRF logo. And 20 bucks from every set sold goes toward research funding. And then finally, my favorite is their Fusion Tech Rose Quartz collection of these like, you know, core ceramic cookware, pots and pans, like all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, And why I love them, dishwasher safe. 
Oh, that gosh. is my jam. That's my jam, except my dishwasher sucks. Ugh. Well, 20 bucks from every product sold in that collection is also donated to BCRF, up to 30 grand. And that 30 grand will fund 600 hours of research. That's amazing. Is yeah. there a dishwasher that will be donated? Oh, donated? Like a, or not donated, but the funds will be donated because I need a new dishwasher. I mean, stack. I think you could look into that. There probably okay. is. <laughs> okay, Kendra Scott. We love, love ourselves her. a good Kendra Scott yes. shopping trip. So Kendra Scott has partnered with the BCRF since 2016 and has donated a total of over $1 million to date and funded over 20,000 hours of research so far. So each year, Kendra Scott develops a collection of products. It's called the Give Back Suite that supports BCRF. And the 2021 collection is now available and 20% of the purchase supports BCRF up to 150 grand. And throughout the month of October, Kendra Scott actually donates a gift of jewelry with a handwritten note of encouragement to a woman undergoing breast cancer for every single piece purchased. That's incredible. Isn't that awesome? I I absolutely love love that. that. I know. One of the items is this gorgeous rose gold necklace that's like 50 bucks and I'm so going to buy it. Like obsessed. I love rose gold. I love rose rose gold. gold. Oh, it's so pretty. It's actually like rose quartz. Sorry, I said that wrong. Rose quartz. Is it available now? Yeah. Ooh. I know. Can we skip work and go buy? Let's, like, let's go it. shopping. Let's go on a breast cancer awareness shopping spree. That would be really <laughs> smart. <laughs> okay. Next up is Delta Airlines. Every October, Delta raises money to support research projects through the Breast Cancer Research Foundation. And actually, since its partnership began in 05, Delta has raised over $20 million and funded 80 research projects. Wow. I know. Customers can donate midair. They can give like cash or gift cards. And also 20% of net proceeds from all onboard sales in October, like every year, go straight to BCRF. And customers and employees can donate online through Skywish, which is the charitable arm of Delta's SkyMiles. And they actually allow Delta and its SkyMiles members to donate miles like straight to BCRF. So you've oh, heard of that before, yeah, like giving great. your miles. Delta also typically has employees wear pink during the month, and they have the Pink Boutique, where customers can purchase discounted co-branded merchandise. Um, They sell things like little pink headsets, pink lemonade, and more. And all of those items, 100% of proceeds go straight to BCRF. Awesome. I know. So they've, like, really made a big impact. They've gone all in. Yeah. So the long and short of it is, like— I really hope brands don't get super discouraged from supporting like this important month because I think they can do a lot. And I think even no matter the size of your brand, like whether you're as big as Delta or you're as little as like a restaurant on the corner, like you can do something really impactful. But I just really believe it's important for those companies to see beyond the opportunity to profit from jumping on this or like just getting earned media or free PR. Like if they're going to do something, make sure it actually ties in with like their mission, their values, and that it makes sense for their brand to be aligned. And also like just be open and honest about- transparent, like what you're giving. What you're giving. What's the exact percentage? What organization? um, Is there a max limit? Because customers want to support, I think, during this month, but like we just need to know the- Honest truth, right? I agree. And even better, along with supporting these companies who are doing good, I just want to say make a direct donation too because that helps too. Yeah. If you have the money to go shop and buy a couple extra things, a new lipstick, you know, whatever, 
Also, go and make a donation to the American Cancer Society, the Breast Cancer Research Foundation. Like, there's a billion. You can do your own research on what makes sense for you. And I think, I don't know about, like, your groceries, but a lot of the groceries around here during October, you can round up and donate. And I always round up. Yeah, as long as it says to whom. So one time I was going through the drive-thru at Dunkin' Donuts. And it was during Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And the girl behind the um, window was like, do you want to round up for um, breast cancer? And I was like, sure, for what charity? And she goes, oh, I have no idea. We don't even have any information. And I was <gasps> like, um, no, I don't then. I'm not. I'm yeah. Like, <laughs> no, I think typically, I think at Fry's and CVS, it says like the direct in, in the checkout, it says. Good. The exact charity. I like it. But so, now I'm going to be ultra sensitive. I know, me I'm too. Gonna, I'm going to ask, ask the question. People. And also I'm going to ask, what's the percentage? And what's the percentage and what's the max that you're donating? Like, is you this really? Have information? Yeah, I need the info. So what do you think, Lex? Like, should we spend some money to raise awareness for our tatas, yes, boobies for the girls, chichis? <laughs> Absolutely. It's, like I said, it's a cause that's, you know, near and dear to my heart. I have a good friend that actually passed away from breast cancer, and she was a phenomenal woman. So, yes, I would definitely donate. And I think, you know, Estee Lauder and Self for and, and the original woman, I forgot her name, mm-hmm. who started this is brilliant, and I hope it lives on forever. Me too. And there are a ton of great research, like resources for this. I mean, I encourage you to do your own digging, but the ones I used for this episode – um, I found great information on the Breast Cancer Research Foundation website, which is at bcrf.org. I mean, Estee Lauder has a ton of information about their impact, which you can find at estelauder.com. Uh, there was a great article on pinkwashing from bitchmedia.com. <laughs> um, and the article was by Jill Moffat titled Unraveling the Ribbon. Breast Cancer Awareness Month isn't just about pink. And then from Vox.com, there was an article about breast cancer awareness products, like profiting off survivors suffering. And then I also rented the documentary called Pink Ribbons, Inc., which was pretty eye-opening and really had me feeling a little jaded, actually. You're, like, into the documentaries lately. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I feel like When they- you're watching them, you need to text me because I need, like, more TV material. I i don't really watch a lot of TV, and so every night when I'm just needing to zone out, yeah. I— Well, I found it really helpful to, like, watch it while I was putting this together because— it was totally one-sided, I have to say. Like, I think it's very negative for, like, corporate involvement in breast cancer. But it just shed a lot of light, and it was really interesting. So I recommend it. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for listening. And if you love our show, we hope you will tell a friend or two about it. We're really trying to get to 100 reviews on Apple Podcasts. So please leave us a review. Tell us what you think. And again, as always, like if there's any brands you want us to cover, please give us a shout out on social media. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher, wherever you're listening. Hope you have a great day and support the cause. Support the cause. Make sure you support the right cause and the right brands. Do your research. Do your research. Peace out.